0: Welcome to It's Gwinnable, the podcast of my journey to become the best woman, wife, and mother that I can be. Welcome back, everyone. I hope I hope I sound better. I feel like I sound better than last week's episode. Um, I felt really bad kind of about just recording it all, but I didn't want to miss that week and and that sort of thing. So let me know if when I have a bad cold, um, because I'm sure it will probably happen again. Um, If you would rather I just skip um, a week and just, you know, not post a new episode. Um, I am still a little sniffly, uh, but it's not as bad as it was, thankfully. So I feel like I'm on the mend, thank goodness. Um, Just before we get started, kind of with this week's topic, I just wanted to do A little bit of an update Um, if this is like your first episode joining us or I say us I don't know that's one of the awkward things about podcasting like I feel like we're like a group and we're sitting down having a chat together but at the same time the reality of it is it's just me talking Uh, anyways if this is your first listen to the podcast um, I am currently pregnant with baby number two and I mentioned several weeks back. Um, I had been trying to figure out what to do. Like I remember when we brought my son home from the hospital and then just like learning how to do all the mom stuff and figuring out what his routine looked like and just trying to settle into a family with a kid kind of a thing. Um, it took, it took a little while. Um, but I couldn't imagine adding a weekly, you know, repetitive, fun task into that just because I was so punchy from, you know, getting up every three hours or, or that kind of thing. So I wanted to make sure that I had time with bringing home baby two because I'm sure the adjustment is going to be different, probably more, um, getting, you know, getting Rupert used to being a big brother and, uh, my husband and I, A, getting used to him being home since he's working away right now and hasn't been home since May. Um, and then, recovering myself and then figuring out the schedule of the new baby and all of those things. So I wanted to make sure that I had a few weeks um, to kind of get used to that. And I was debating back and forth. Um, I kind of discussed like giving my podcast to a friend and having them do a couple weeks for me. And then I kind of thought about just saying like, Hey, not going to record an episode for X number of weeks. Um, I didn't really like that option. Uh, and I've heard from a couple people who listen regularly that that was also their least favorite option. They really like having an episode every week. Um, so what I decided to do in the long run, um, was to try to record episodes in advance. And when I made that plan, there was tons of time. Um, I had like, three or four weeks to figure out how to do that, how to, um, you know, cause I wasn't sure if the program I used to record the podcast would allow me to do like how many episodes would it hold that hadn't been published basically. Um, or if I needed like a different software to record them to my computer and then try and figure all of that out. Um, which I did try to do the software that I have that came for free with my microphone is amazing software, but it is, way more than what I need so it is super complex compared to what I need Um, and trying to figure it out was just more than I could wrap my mind around right now Um, the learning curve there was just huge Um, and then once I got I did eventually figure out how I was going to record the episodes but um, in the process of doing that obviously it ate up a bunch of time and then I had to figure out I thought I knew how I was going to record them what I wanted to do was record the weekly episode as per usual but then also do one future episode a week like starting with the beginning of my like quote maternity leave um, and go from there so I had the episodes kind of backlogged but for whatever reason I had such a hard time recording like an episode that was going to air in August followed immediately by an episode that wasn't going to air until November. Um, I don't, it just felt weird and it felt wrong. And every time I sat down to try to record the, the ones for November, December or whatever, it just, I couldn't do it. Like it just wasn't working for me. So I had to play around with it a little bit. I am playing around with it a little bit still. Um, I have started, um, doing, extra recordings because, of course, now we're kind of in the crunch zone. If I don't do at least one, um, preferably two or three extra episodes a week, we're not going to have enough, basically. We're running out of time. And by we, I mean me. Running out of time rapidly here. I don't know if it's, like, everyone's second pregnancy or if it's, like, some sort of like combo with the whole pandemic thing going on but I feel like I just found out I was pregnant last week and now like we're in the end zone like we're we're happily into the third trimester I don't know how that happened I don't know where the time went and there are so many things for me to do um I have this gigantic to-do slash nesting list of stuff that like I desperately want to get done and I'm so I am working on it is basically where I wanted to update you. Like the, the recordings are happening um, not quite as fast as I would like them, but they are happening. It just took a lot of playing around and figuring out what will work for me. Um, I just there's not usually when I'm trying to figure something out and trying to figure out like what works best for me is I look at what has historically worked well for other people. Um, in different arenas and then tried those things to see if they also work well for me. Um, But in this specific, specific, oh my goodness, instance, I don't know anybody else who makes a podcast. Like personally, no, I know people make podcasts, but I don't personally know anyone who makes a podcast well enough to be like, Hey, (laughs) also like the podcasts that I listen to people are doing them. Uh, in an attempt to make them into a business, like to monetize them and to have that be like an income stream for them, which is not where I'm at. Um, I I do this because it's fun for me and I really wanted a hobby and I really enjoy it. Um, so I have a lot like more wiggle room and a lot more. I feel like it's a little bit more like laid back and casual uh, kind of a thing, but it just means that I don't have. Someone I can go to and say, hey, when you were facing this dilemma, what did you do? Um, so it's just a little bit of me trying and figuring it out. And it's obviously doable. Um, it's just taking a little bit longer than I ideally um, was hoping that it would. I was hoping I would have like a few, like at least a few uh, pre recorded by now. So I am working on it. There will be at least a couple episodes, we may end up, depending on what the time crunch looks like, like obviously I'm going to get as many done as I can and I will keep you updated on that as we get closer. Um, but there may end up being a bit of a gap period between when the ones I manage to record end and before I am able to, to come back. Cause I don't actually know I've never been a mom to two kids before, so I don't know how long it's going to take for me to have an hour An hour and a half to sit down and warm up the computer and figure out if the microphones working properly and actually record the episode and then post it. And I'm fortunate that I made the decision not to edit the episodes. You like, I try to live my life authentically. Kind of what you see is what you get. And I decided I would do the same thing with the podcast. Like what you what I say is what you get for good or not. I don't know, but I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time editing and fiddling around and. Partly because I was excited to start my new hobby and didn't want the learning curve of trying to figure all that out. And part of it was just, this is me authentic in my real life. And that's what you're going to (laughs) get. So uh, I'm fortunate that I don't have like to have to have like an hour, hour and a half extra on top of what I record to edit and fine tune and tweak. And you know, all the fun kind of things that come along with that. So, but it's still because my episodes are getting longer which by the way I have had someone tell me that I should try to curtail them back to being shorter Um, so let me know kind of where you land because I've had it both I've had it both ways I've had people tell me they like the length of them and they actually wish they were a little bit longer Um, and I then I've had people tell me that they're a little bit too long and I should try to talk less um, make the episode shorter so let me know kind of where you land there the last couple have been a little bit shorter Which i'm okay with i mean it's just naturally what comes out i don't like pre-write a script or anything like that i do have a podcast notebook that i had excellent intentions for um i wanted to be able to write down like the episode and what it was called and like so i'd have the, the notebook nearby and i could jot down like any awesome thoughts that came across or like any things i wanted to make sure specifically to mention or that sort of thing And some weeks there are a couple little bullet point sentences on there Um, and some weeks it's just literally the episode number and some vague idea of what the topic is that doesn't necessarily end up correlating to what I actually call the episode. Um, So it varies, but I have excellent intentions for my little podcasting notebook. (laughs) So anyways, that being said, let me know what you think. And it kind of leads into what I'm talking about today. I have mentioned in previous episodes, um, I think probably more than once at this point, I have been trying to work on, it was one of my kind of New Year's resolution kind of goals for this year, um, work on my cleaning routine and the schedule that I had around that. I have had a few different, a few different things over the years and I think th- that worked really well for me and I kept trying to just do those again Um, like when I lived on my own for the first time, or I lived on my own with a roommate, I did the minimal day-to-day upkeep, dirty clothes, go in the laundry basket, dishes, you know, get into the dishwasher or wash sort of a thing. Um, but I didn't do like the day, like any kind of daily, like it wasn't like on Tuesday, I sweep the kitchen. It wasn't anything like that. I did on one of my days off, usually Saturday or the Saturday of my day off. Sometimes I, My days off were like Tuesday and Wednesday for a while. So you know what I mean? Like the first day that I had off, I would spend most of the day cleaning, uh, do like a big top to bottom overhaul of the house and strip the bed and wash all the blankets and do all the things. Um, And that worked really well for me for years. I would do that in the morning and then I would do like any grocery shopping um, or errand running. That needed to be done in the afternoon and then on my second day off i would you know get to rest and relax and be lazy and read a book or watch a lot of television or whatever it is i wanted to do so just have a day to kind of recoup um before starting the work week again and that worked well for me for years and so i kept trying to make that work for me again um when Robin and I got married and moved in together. And I just thought, okay, I need to figure out what day of the week I'm cleaning on um, and make that happen. And it didn't work. It no longer worked for me, but in my mind, that's what I think is best. And that's what I want to do. Um, so eventually, eventually, I think like three years into our marriage, when I was just really frustrated with how things are going, um, I would remember that like, my grandmother does like a load of laundry every day. It's a different thing. Like, you know, on some days she does towels and on some days she does bedding and on some days she does clothes and that kind of thing. But she does laundry every day. And I'm like, okay, so maybe I'm supposed to be doing laundry every day. So I try. I tried. <laughs> um, that does not work for me either. Um, but I tried setting up something more like that where there were specific set chores that get done different days of the week I remember when I was a kid my mom had one of those um index card boxes that was filled with index cards or cue cards um the kind that like we write our speeches on in high school sort of thing um in case you call them something different than I do um mostly I call them cue cards but um she had those and they were all organized um so there were like daily chores specific to certain days there were weekly chores um, specific to certain days. And then she had weekly, monthly, um, and then a couple that were like semi-annually or quarterly or yearly, um, that were in there too. And as a kid, I did use those a little bit, um, just because organizing and routines and stuff make me very happy. And I like sort of knowing what I'm going along with. Um, but that just didn't really, it wasn't really working for me now like having a bunch of cue cards that i had to go and find or like trying to find one of those nifty little cue card boxes wasn't really working for me um so i had to kind of adapt from there and figure out like how it would work for me um as we kind of have discussed i'm super motivated by lists um i like being able to tick things off i like writing out a list um I usually make it overly complex so that when i get started i can check off like 10 things right away very quickly very easily um like cleaning the toilet for some people would be like one check mark and for me it's like five so so that i have like i feel like i'm getting somewhere so my to-do list with checklists tend to be like massively long and overly specific um because I will put, like, make the to-do list on the to-do list so that I can immediately check something off and feel like I'm accomplishing something. And that works for me and, like, motivates me. So I was trying to figure out how to take my mom's old cue card system and kind of morph it into something a little bit more like a checklist, which is what motivates me and keeps me going and also something a little bit more streamlined. So it wasn't a bunch of tiny pieces. Um, I think I, was, I, think it was about three, yeah, like three years into our marriage where I started really kind of working on that. Um, I did a lot of Excel spreadsheets in high school and after high school. Uh, so that program is like my go-to default, um, for making anything. So I hopped into Excel and I started a spreadsheet and, tweaked it kind of as we went I printed off like a trial version and then ended up writing on it in pen all over the place um, moving things around and basically it was trying to set up different days of the weeks for different things so I had to kind of figure out what tasks needed to get done daily um, which is where the checklist would start like on the far left of the page Um, I started with the stuff that I wanted to get done daily all the time um, and then moved as we went to the right it was stuff that specifically happened on monday um, and then stuff that was specifically going to happen on tuesday um, most of our like laundry depending on the season can be a three-day task for us just because mostly especially my husband like all of his shirts hang dry because they will shrink and he is tall um, and if we want like longevity out of his clothes it's just they have to hang dry um, and I also hang dry several of my shirts for the same reason. I have a long torso. I don't really like when my shirts shrink. Um, and yeah, I just get more use out of them that way. But, um, depending on like in the winter time, it takes a good two days for our hang, hang dry clothes to dry. Um, and when we're both at home, we have enough hang dry clothes that there really needs to be two loads of them a week. Like there needs to be, because I can only hang 11 items at a time. So they get put into like a gigantic garment bag. with a regular load that's going to go into the dryer and then i pull the garment bag hang those things put the rest of it into the dryer off we go um so there there does need to be two loads of laundry a week and thankfully um since having rupert especially now that he's bigger (laughs) for like the first six months of his life he got his own laundry day and his stuff was washed separately just because his stuff got washed in hot water um just due to diaper blowouts and things like that um and obviously i don't wash any of our clothes in hot water because that is a good way to shrink slash ruin them very quickly um so he had to have his own kind of separate laundry day um but i'm talking about pre pre pre-having rupert um right now so the depending on the season in the summertime, the clothes usually dry in about 24 hours in the winter time depending on all of the different elements it can take up to 72 hours for for robin's shirts to dry um, his shirts are a much heavier um, material. He really likes them. Um, the Denver haze ones that Markswick Warehouse sells that are like a heavier, like workwear kind of t-shirt. He really likes those, but they take a little bit longer to dry. Um, so that being said, <laughs> uh, I had to kind of figure out where those days would fall. And I had never really sat down and considered, okay, how long does it take the hang dry laundry to dry? I had always just kind of walked by, the hang drying rack and just kind of touched a couple things to see if they were dry. Like I wasn't really keeping track of, okay, this, I hung up on Monday. Now it's Wednesday and it's dry. Um, so when I started paying attention and that's kind of the thing, like you kind of got to pay attention to, or at least I did. Cause I just kind of automatically did it. I didn't think, how long has it been since I did this? Like, how long does it go? Like if I do like when I, oh, I'm trying to think of something like when I mop the floor, how long is it until the floor needs to be mopped again? I had never thought of it. I just kind of did it as it needed to be done. So I started paying attention to that in the attempt to build my masterful checklisty spreadsheet thing. Um, and it works beautifully. And I, I fine-tuned it. It took me probably, I want to say probably three months. I put a good amount of work in it up front, thinking this is what I believe will work for me. And then I printed it um and i just kind of taped it to the wall by like my command center by my wall calendar and kind of went from there and then i could just check stuff off as i did it and the first few my end goal was to laminate the sheet so that i could check it off and then at the end of the week i could wipe it clean and then start again but i figured for the first few weeks it would make more sense for me to keep it um so that i could write in this task needs to actually be over on this day or this task doesn't need to be in the daily segment Um, this is a task I completely forgot about that needs to go wherever it needs to go. Um, That kind of thing. And I did do, so that's where like the three months came in. Like the three months was me fine tuning the list. Like I would print three or four. um, And then when I had the three or four, I would kind of go over them and say, okay, this had to move here and that had to get added and whatever. And then I would redo the list and then like print two or three um, and then go through it again. So It took, yeah, about three months, and then I had a beautiful, perfect, pristine, custom to me. And, like, that's the thing I had a hard time with. Like, there are all over the place, especially Pinterest. You can find, like, this is how to keep your house clean, and this is the daily, weekly schedule you should be using. Um, And none of them worked for me either. Our house was just a different size, so, like, they had a lot more things, or they had rooms that we don't have, or whatever it was, like for whatever reason, somebody else's, it gave me ideas, but it it didn't work for me. And I found it incredibly frustrating because I thought this is perfect. Someone has obviously put the time and energy in to perfect it and it works really well for them and it should work for me. So why doesn't it? And I felt like I was failing because their thing didn't work for me or because my mom's cue card system didn't work for me or because what I had done for close to 10 years didn't work for me anymore. Um, And I fell in love with my spreadsheet. Like I emailed it to my friend. It's like Shandy, look at the beautiful gloriousness that is my spreadsheet. Um, Which reminds me, she sent me her list of chores so that I can make a glorious, beautiful spreadsheet for her. And I worked on it. Mm-hmm. and then I stopped working on it public apology to Shandy I'm so sorry I never got your spreadsheet done I actually forgot about it when Rupert was born and I'm literally just now remembering that I said I would do that oh man I'm a crap friend sometimes I'm so sorry I will see if I can find the laptop that that is even on um and try and try to fix I'm so sorry oh my goodness a uh, friendship fail moment. That is hugely embarrassing. I'm so sorry. Oh dear. I don't know why she spends with me to be honest. <laughs> and she like listens to my podcast and everything. I'm so sorry, Shandy. Okay. Um, now I have to regroup my thoughts cause I'm totally in like sidetrack panic mode and I'm pretty sure my face is purple right now. Um, okay. Yeah no note to everybody. I'm not the best friend, um, ever. So <clears throat> moving on, <laughs> trying to move on. Where was I? <laughs> oh dear. Okay. My spreadsheet. I loved it. It was perfect. It was beautiful. And I, I knew things were going to change. I had already had to tweak it a couple times because Robin's work schedule changed. Um, at the time he was working, um, in a kitchen, he was, um, like a sous chef in a kitchen. So he worked weekends and had like a couple days during the week off. Um, but also he had a uniform for his work. So all of those things kind of needed to be incorporated into the schedule. Um, and then, so that changed when he went back up North again. And then when he came home and he was working in a different kitchen um, for a while, um, his days off at the at at that place the last kitchen he worked in his days off changed almost weekly which made it virtually impossible for me to stick with my regular normal cleaning routine because laundry has to be done on robin's days off like it doesn't matter when his days off are his laundry needs to be done on those days so that his work clothes are clean for when he goes back to work um and then they decided to do this extra fun thing where they would spread his days out off so he wouldn't get two days off in a row It was fun. Anyways, trying to come up with the schedule that worked for that. Um, But as life circumstances change, the schedule needed to change with it. But I didn't want to see that or I didn't want to admit that. I wanted, like I had perfected it and it was beautiful. And I felt like it should work no matter what, um, because it had worked. So I was very, very frustrated when like Monday's laundry day needed to become a Thursday laundry day. I don't know, it just threw me. And then of course, having Rupert, Oh, I added a whole bunch of new tasks um, I breastfed Rupert, but I also pumped uh, milk with the intention of two things, allowing Robin to do some bottle feeds just for bonding and stuff purposes. Um, and then allowing me, um, also to save some and to freeze it. So we'd have it for future use. Um, whenever needed, which ended up being a massive blessing. Um, just because of some of the struggles I had in that arena, we can talk about that if you want, <laughs> let me know. Um, and we can do an episode on my wonderful breastfeeding journey. Um, yeah, will will get into that now, but, um, having all of the pump pieces that needed to be cleaned and sanitized, and then having all of his bottle parts that needed to be cleaned and sanitized, and then the process of labeling the bags and actually freezing the milk and getting them rotated so that if Robin was making a bottle, he was making the appropriate bottle. Um, it was a lot of extra work, um, especially the, like I wasn't, I think Robin was thinking if he did bottle feedings, it would make my life easier. Um, I'd be able to get some sleep or I'd be able to do whatever. Um, no is the answer to that question. Like if Robin was doing a bottle feeding, I needed to be pumping while he was doing a bottle feeding to keep my supply up. Um, so it wasn't like he would do a bottle feeding in the middle of the night and I would get to sleep through it. Um, (laughs) I had to pee up anyways. So, um, it ended up being like, it was worthwhile and I would totally do it again. And in fact, we are planning on doing it again because the bonding experience for him is like far and above worth the hassle it was for me um to do that and also again like it just ended up being a massive blessing to have a stash of breast milk in the freezer in the long run i am trying to convince robin we need to get a bigger freezer because at one point our freezer was like we have a small fridge freezer so like we have fridge on top freezer on bottom and it's fairly small and then when we got married I I call it a wedding present I'm not sure if it was or not but like the week after we got married Robin went to Costco and bought me a standing up um freestanding freezer it's it's a little bit shorter than me but that's what we have Um, and I love it so much. It's so cute. But at one point it was like two thirds breast milk. (laughs) There was like no room. We couldn't go buy like a Costco sized box of chicken breasts because I couldn't physically get it into the freezer anymore. Um, so I'm trying to convince him that now, you know, Rupert is two and obviously he's eating actual meals (laughs) and stuff. We have to have more groceries on hand than we used to. And I'm big into freezer stuff. So, Sorry, I'm apparently getting young. Sorry about that. I feel like I should be sleeping okay. Like, I feel like I'm giving myself adequate time to sleep, but I feel like a half-dead zombie every morning when I get up. I don't, I think it's just the lingering effects of the cold. Like, I just feel like if I could sleep for 14 hours, I would be 100% recovered. Um, that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> so, if you like sleeping for 14 hours straight do not have a child. <laughs> Maybe someday when he's older and doesn't need me as much, I will sleep in again. Um, I don't know. But it um, doesn't happen now. It doesn't matter what is going on. If I, I had the flu really bad last year and yeah, he didn't care. He wanted me to get up anyways, which is fine. <laughs> so the things we do. Anyways, um, so yes. So I had to tweak the tour, my beautiful chore list when Rupert came along, just because there were several more tasks that got added to the daily list. And then, like I mentioned, he had his own separate laundry day for a long time. Um, I think about six months, it may have been seven or eight months, but for the first good bit of his life, um, he had a separate laundry day because like I mentioned, we washed his things in hot water, um, just to make sure that they were getting sanitized. Um, well, not sanitized because your washing machine doesn't sanitize anything. But you know what I'm trying to say. His stuff got washed separate from ours because of the grossness factor (laughs) of his clothes. So, um, and he had some, some skin things and needed, we, well, we all ended up using the special detergent because we carried him around and stuff so much. But, um, side notes anyways. So I spent the first three-ish months of his life writing all over my beautiful to-do list again. Um, my beautiful spreadsheet checklist and then um i finally admitted defeat to be honest with you i stopped using it because as he was growing so quickly and as things were changing so quickly there was no way especially in like the haze of sleep deprivation there was no way for me to stay on top of the list um and keep it updated um to the point where it was reasonable and usable so it just kind of went by the wayside with the intention i always thought You know, once he's sleeping through the night and once things have settled, especially once he's on to actual food and we're not doing bottles and, um, breastfeeding and all the other things anymore, I can resume the list and figure it out. Um, and I just, I never got a chance to do it. And I think I, part of my brain was just like, well, why bother trying to resurrect it when in the long run, it really didn't work for me at all. Um. And I just felt like really kind of downhearted and discouraged about that because it was so beautiful and it was so good. So I have, I made it a goal for this year to redo it. Sorry, I'm looking at the baby monitor because I just heard Rupert, but sometimes he talks to himself or makes noises that set the monitor. He's still asleep. He's not even, he's not even moving. Um, so that's fine. So I may, I may have to jump off in a minute. He has been getting up, This is like an hour early for him to be getting up, but that's been happening just because his lingering effects from his gold, very mild case of it, but it does seem to be irritating his sleep schedule. So anyway, sorry, as I got a little bit sidetracked. So what I had planned on doing for this year was just trying to figure out a new cleaning schedule that worked for me and, um, just trying to find like, I'm so lost in the shuffle of the, like day to day and like not feeling like I'm happy with it which I've mentioned several times before like trying to find motivation to do like a really big clean to kind of reset the house back to you know back to basics or whatever um to where I'm happy with it and if you have a two-year-old or you have lived with a two-year-old you know that doesn't happen um I go along and I you know, sweep or vacuum or do whatever. And then he comes along and somehow sheds crumbs everywhere. Even if he hasn't eaten anything that should be crumbly. I don't know. Um, but yes, and nor do I have the time. Like I think I've mentioned, like, you know, I would need a good six hours to just kind of tackle everything and like deep, clean everything, um, uninterrupted. And I do not have that, um, or have not yet had that. I am hoping that once he gets into the regular um, routine of, of going to daycare once a week um, and I'm not having to kind of hang out in town and run errands and things so that I'm nearby if they call, cause they'll call like if he gets really upset, they'll call um, so that I can come and calm him down slash bring him home. So, um, and it's just a little bit of the unknown in that arena. So I'm waiting for that to kind of even out and then hopefully I'll be able to come back and do like a really good deep clean of the house before the baby comes. It is on my list. But, um, I've been working actively at trying to figure out what will work for me now. And part of me feels like it's a little bit of a waste of time because we're about to have a second child and be thrown right back into what I call survival mode. Like the first several months of Rupert's life, I was living like three hour chunks of life at a time. Like I would not make plans past three hours from right now because, Who knew what I would be doing three hours from now? Um, And it's just kind of more like very, very much so living in the moment. And it's really hard to have like a plan around that, or at least it was for me. Um, I have met and talked to super moms who had plans and their life stayed on track. (laughs) I'm so jealous of you if that is your life. Um, It was not my life. So I am fully anticipating that that be something that we go through again and something that we have to, um, just overcome and combat again. But, um, so like that part of my brain is like, okay, well don't bother trying to work on a cleaning schedule because it's all about to go right back out the window. Um, but the other part of me thinks if I can get at least the basics of it done and the basis of it drawn up and I have learned some really nifty hacks is what I'm calling them anyway, since the last time I did a cleaning spreadsheet. Uh, so I, was trying to figure out how to like incorporate those and fine tune and streamline some things. And then, you know, be able to when life kind of evens out with baby number two, uh, I can, can jump back into the spreadsheet because it just makes me so happy and I miss it. Um, and baby number two is our last baby. So I feel confident in as things progress forward, I can get it done and get back on top of it and, actually be able to laminate it beautifully and all of those things so um, that's kind of what I was wanting to get to um, in this episode this is going to be a bit of a longer one just because I have already been talking this long I haven't gotten to the base point where I was trying to go um, with this but I am going to pause it here and pick it up again in a little bit just because he's not awake yet but Rupert is in the process of waking up and I don't like trying to record a podcast um, when I know I'm going to have to jump off any minute and here seems like a good place to kind of pause it. So for the first time ever, I'm going to stop here for a little while um, and then I'll come back and. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you found it insightful or fun. If you have any thoughts about this week's topic, any feedback for, about the It's Gwinnable podcast overall, or if you have a topic you'd like to hear about, please send me an email. It's Gwinnable at gmail.com. I-T-S-G-U-I-N-A-B-L-E at gmail.com. All of your comments, requests, or questions that I receive from you are kept completely anonymous. I want this to be a safe space where everyone can feel completely safe and confident to be their authentic self with no judgment. If you have something you're struggling with or you have something you want to celebrate, I want to hear all about it. I hope that this next week is an amazing one for you. Until the next episode, take some time this week to embrace every facet of yourself.